Hey there, Wingnuts, and thank you for tuning in to the Wingnuts Social Podcast, your social media tightly fastened. Today, we're going to talk about the robots and how they're killing your brand on social media. Episode 3. Have you hit a wall when it comes to growing your interior design business? Then welcome to Wingnut Social, the podcast specifically designed to accelerate your business through increased social media presence, impactful online content, and translating digital influence into physical success. This is your social media tightly fastened. Now welcome the host of Wingnut Social, Darla Powell. Welcome back, Wingnuts, to the Wingnut Social Podcast. I'm your host, Darla Powell, the head Wingnut at Wingnut Social, and I'm joined by the soulless ginger. Hello, hello, yes, I am soulless. Natalie Graff. And today we're talking about the dreaded robots. What are the robots, you say? Well, you know what? The thing is, is that most of you do know who the robots are, because this is a complaint that I get Every day. In fact, today on the design blog and social media laboratory, a good friend of mine, Jerry Cerruti, hi, was asking me about the robots. So it prompted me to do this episode. And here we go. You open up your social media, right? And then you see, oh my God, I got 20 new followers this morning. I got 30 new followers and you feel an all high, you're running on that social media dopamine. And then the very next day you go in there and all these little son of a bitches have just unfollowed you. You're like, what the hell? What's going on there? These people just skynetted me, you know, because they're robots. They may not be Arnold Schwarzenegger or the T-1000, but you've just been skynetted. Let me tell you a little bit about the robots. I, too have been a victim of these robots. In fact, just recently, I had a very large interior design vendor. I want to say who it is, but I'm not going to say it. Do the same thing. They get on my Instagram. We'll just talk about Instagram for the sake of argument. They like my stuff. They follow you. And you're like, oh, this person followed me. I'm such a huge fan. I'm going to follow him back. And you feel all good about yourself. And then the next day, they're like, Twirling their little mustaches. Ha ha ha. We tricked her. We got her to follow us. Now let's leave her in the dust. And pew, they're gone. I've had very big name design software companies do that to me. Designers, design coaches. And the worst part is, is that they probably don't even know that they're doing it. And I'll get into that a little bit later. But just think about that. How do you think that me as one single person felt after that happened to me, how did I view this design software company or this vendor or this interior design coach? It totally damaged their brand and their authenticity in my eyes. If you think about that, I'm just one of hundreds, if not thousands of potential followers, real carbon-based breathing life forms out there that they're doing this too. So it's a little exponential. Okay, so I'm getting a little ahead of myself. You guys are like, okay, Darla, slow down. What the hell are the robots? Natalie, do you know what the robots are? They're going to take over the world. Eventually. That's a different kind of robot. Oh, oh yes. Yes, I do. I do. I know what robots are. Robots are those nice robots, robots, bots, bits. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, they're that little thing that nobody can see, but it's an app and it likes your stuff. It likes your stuff, but then it decides, hey, I'm going to like a bunch of other people's stuff 
and they don't really even know who the heck they're liking. They're right. just liking. So willy-nilly. So they're going to take over Instagram. All right. So you guys have probably heard of these, these apps. Instagram's really notorious for it the most, but apps like Boostgram, SoGrow, Social Upgrade, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And how these apps work and the promises they make is if you sign up for their little deals, right, you give them your logins, you give them your passwords, then they'll go on Instagram on your behalf and they'll like accounts, comment on accounts, follow accounts that you have specified that you want following you, you want to have a lookalike audience from their followers for your account. So on the surface of it, you're thinking, okay, that doesn't look too bad. That doesn't sound too bad. I don't have time to do my own social media anyway. But no, it's an insidious form of evil. I've already alluded to how it damages your brand in the first place, because what is social media but a place to engage and to become part of the conversation and be part of the community? And not only that, Instagram really doesn't like the robots. In fact, back in 2000, and I think it was 14 or some odd, a lot of really big name influencers like Selena Gomez, insert your influencer here, lost millions of fake followers and millions of pretend followers that were part of these little foreign APIs that Instagram... Like robot gangs? Kind of like, yeah, like West Side Story. And robot gangs. Okay. And ro- robot gangs. Okay. Robots. Robots. So Instagram, how do they see that you're getting comments and likes or giving comments and likes and following people on behalf of the evil Skynet robots? There are certain red flags that come about when you're using these automated systems. One of them is you may be in Miami, Florida and logging into Instagram and liking, commenting in an organic way. So many posts per hour, so many posts per day, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so now you're logging in from Las Vegas, Nevada, liking a thousand comments a day, following 500 people today, what, whatever that limit is there for that robot. There is a limit, but I'm going to have to link it in the show notes. <laughs> I don't remember it off the top of my head. So that's a red flag. That goes to Instagram and they're like, aha, something is afoot. This seems very sketchy. Let's, I want to say shadow ban, although that word itself should be shadow banned because it's kind of like a specter, right? Does it really exist? Rumor has it, right? Yeah, it kind of does exist, right? So Instagram will say, we'll kind of punish you in a way and keep your hashtag from being visible to new followers, anyone that doesn't follow you from being found. That's the way that story goes. And it's debatable whether or not that is true. However, anecdotally, it's kind of true, right? I've heard from a lot of people that that is what happens to them when they use these services. The robots don't just have one layer of evil. It's like a video game right? You have your first boss, your second boss, and then you have your evil boss that you have to defeat at the end. Which one are you? (laughs) I'm the gatekeeper. So the first level of evil is simply just these services liking other people's posts on your behalf. And that seems relatively innocuous. And on the big scheme of things, it's not that bad, right? You'll, if you go into these apps and you say, you know, Shay McGee's followers are really my ideal client. Go in, Mr. Robot, find these followers, go into their accounts and like their posts for me on my behalf. Sounds pretty nice, right? Sounds pretty time-saving. The problem is, is that if you put a hashtag in there, if you just put Shay McGee's followers, what if you, as your brand, 
is liking something that's offensive or inappropriate or something that's just damn ugly, right? And you don't want your <laughs> your design firm to be, oh, wow, Darla Palantir is like that. That's pretty ugly. I don't think I'm going to hire her. I mean, that's kind of an offside thing. Is someone, a follower of you, going to see what you like? You know, maybe it could, especially if you're liking thousands, you know, at a time. So that's the first boss <laughs> we have to defeat is the liking boss. All right. So the second big boss is the commenting boss. The okay, inappropriate commenting boss. Maybe. It might be inappropriate. It might not be inappropriate. But are you willing to take the role of that dice? No. <laughs> right. So when you do sign up for, you know, evil robot programming, you say, I want to comment on all of Shay McGee's followers. Sorry. No. You know, Shay McGee, you're just, you know, you're huge. So we're going to use you. <laughs> I want to comment on all of her followers posts too. So... It'll say, okay, plug in some comments that you would like to leave. And you've, you've all seen them. They're annoying as hell. Nice post. Great pick. Follow me on Instagram. You know, great feed. Keep up the good work. Again, on the surface of things, you think, well, what's so wrong with that? That doesn't seem so bad. Okay, here's a little story. You remember that story, Natalie, I was telling you about, about the woman on Instagram? She posted some really bad news. It had something to do with her. Right. She had a miscarriage. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And then the comment below was something really off the wall and went nothing, nothing oh, was, along the lines of oh, it was just what so inappropriate. Was. Right. So the comment was, "Hey, this is a great shot. Where was this taken?" Which is another one of those generic posts that everybody's seen. Which is why people do this on Instagram. I don't understand. But she was relaying personal information about something tragic that happened to her and her family, <laughs> and. The comment is, hey, great pick. Where was this taken? So that went viral. You know, her saying, what the hell? The war against the robots. She's basically the Sarah Connor, you know, of the rise of the machines. So you're telling me that these robots really don't have a brain and they're just kind of putting any comment out and anything that they want and they have no idea what they're looking at for the for the layman who doesn't know a lot, except, you know, robots are going to take over the world. Someday. That this is what these are these guys are doing, right? Absolutely. So the intelligence hey, doesn't I exist. Got something right. Hey, look, look at, at you. Me. You're pretty not only are you cute, but you're pretty smart. Mm. So yeah, they can't differentiate, right? That doesn't exist yet for the robots to have the intelligence to go in and say, Hey, maybe I should put a sad face on this little post, you know, that that just doesn't exist. So that's a risk you're taking. And that all takes us right back again to your brand and the authenticity and how you look to that potential fan, client, whatever your end game is, right? You're going to look like a bag of poop, <laughs> very insincere. And I wouldn't want to follow you. And I'm in the game. And I know all these little tricks. And I see people do that to me. And I sometimes can't help but take it personally and feel like, man, I'm just a really a, a number to this person who's just trying to build their vanity metrics, which if you don't know what that is, listen to episode one with Stephanie Scalish. She'll explain that to you. And we can have that in the show notes. The problem is, is that all these people out there, not just me, but all these hundreds or thousands of people, you have to look at them as real human beings, flesh and blood, living and breathing. They know what's going on in their Instagram accounts. The world is important to them. So when you do that to them, you're actually, you get a feel of betrayal. You know, it's damaging, especially if you're a high profile Instagram account, like some of the ones I alluded to previously, but didn't mention. PM me, I might tell you. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It makes you feel like, man, wow, that's that's really fake. I don't want to follow. I'm not really a fan of theirs anymore. So that is the second boss. And Natalie Ann Graff, what do you think is the head boss 
in all of this? The number one most egregious robot crime that breaks all the laws oh, of the wait, I remember. Geneva Convention is... Once they follow you and they make their little comment, the next day you're all of a sudden, they got you to follow them, and now they, bail. they bailed and unfollowed you because right. there is a limit on how ah. many people this particular account can follow. Does anybody know that limit? Because I, I think I remember... Well, you know, it's not, Instagram hasn't come out and said, hey, this is the limit, but it's generally known that the limit is, what? what's your guess? 7,500. That was a really good guess. Couldn't be because it's on the whiteboard right there. No, <laughs> I can read. <laughs> right. So 7,500. So especially if you have these big influencer accounts, that's okay. So especially if you have these big influencer accounts, you know, if they have 100, 200, 300,000 followers, they need to rotate that following thing, you know, if they can only do 700 with this little game, and once you followed, get rid of that and clear up the space to get another victim in there. It's like clearing out your cash. Oh, okay. History. Yeah. Oh, that cash. I oh was like, gosh. oh, is, are there bills we don't know of? <laughs> oh, no, there's lots of bills, but we know of them. Right. So the robots are evil, evil. If you're doing this, you guys really need to reconsider the impact that that's having, and is it worth it to get these relatively worthless numbers at the expense of your image, your brand, your credibility, right? And the robots also don't count on you knowing that they've unfollowed you. And the reason for that is because Instagram doesn't want to be the bearer of bad news, right? You go in there and Instagram says, hey, you got 20 new followers. But Instagram won't tell you, hey, you have 20 new unfollowers. So the robots are counting on you not knowing that they've unfollowed you. They think they're being really sneaky. And while I won't recommend any apps in particular that do this, there are some that exist that you can track your unfollowers and followers. It might be risky because, again, you're talking about logging in maybe from a different API for Instagram, but there are some Instagram-approved applications, and you'll have to research them on your own because I don't want to endorse any of them. But I do subscribe to a couple of them and I'll go on there in the morning and I'll see like I, I get at least 100 robots a day at the very least, probably more that follow me and unfollow me. And some of them I'll be like, like the design coach that just followed me. Oh, man, I'm a big fan of hers. I'm going to follow her back. I was feeling kind of giddy about it. The next day, my little app says, hey, this chick unfollowed you. And I'm like, well, take that. Hit my button and <laughs> unfollowed her right back was I made a little sour face and her brand is ruined forever in my mind. It's a little dramatic, but that is what's happening across the board. And people are out there complaining about the robots, the insincerity. Don't do it. It's not worth it. You may only have 500 followers, but like we've said before with Stephanie and with other guests, it's better to have 500 real engaged community followers than a trillion robots. It's not the quantity, it's the quality of followers. Right. So, Darla, now that you've told me robots are evil and you've told the whole world robots are evil, how exactly are you supposed to grow your social media? Well, Natalie Graff, I'm so glad that you asked that <laughs> because... Actually, unbeknownst to me, when I was a little baby designer, now I'm a prepubescent designer, right? In the social media game, I kind of organically grew my following by doing a technique that Gary Vaynerchuk recommended. And I'll explain it to you a little bit. It's called the dollar and 80 cent 
Instagram plan. It's kind of a silly name, but it's kind of a pneumatic, right? I guess, is that the word for it? A memory to help you remember it? So how his Instagram plan works is very similar to how I did it. I just didn't have a name for it or this much of a outline for it. But basically what you do is if you're, we're going to say interior designers, because hey, that's who you guys are. You pick the top 10 hashtags in your genre, right? You know, if it's interior design, you're going to pick, wait for it, interior design, home inspo, you're going to pick designers of Insta, whatever it is that floats your boat or appeals to your ideal client that you want to get your foot in the door. You want to get them to notice you. All right. So once you have those top 10 hashtags in your genre, you're going to find the top nine individual posts under each hashtag. And what do I mean by top posts? I don't mean the top posts that have the most numbers or the most rigmarole, the most, you know, fanfare or whatever. Just the top nine posts that speak to you and your aesthetic and something that genuinely reaches out to you because what you're going to do next needs to be genuine, engaging, and sincere. So once you have those top 10 hashtags, those top nine posts, then you're going to leave your two cents. Get it? On each post. Dollar 80 cents. So you have 10 hashtags, nine top posts. That's 90 cents times two cents, dollar 80. Yeah. A little convoluted, yeah, but it's memorable. Good thing Darla does math. <laughs> but wait, I thought I was the numbers girl. Oops. Yeah. I had a calculator. Yeah, we have to have a meeting about that later. The key is, is that in order to build a community of like-minded people, to find your tribe, to find those people that you want as your ideal clients, you need to leave sincere, honest comments, engagement on these posts. So don't go leave something like, wow, that's a, a beautiful hamster you got there. If you're not, you know, a big hamster fan, <laughs> you know, don't leave, don't leave comments that aren't you or something representative of your brand. If there's a farmhouse kitchen and you loathe shiplap, don't leave anything on it. Keep scrolling. Find your next top post under that hashtag. Got it? How the heck do I, or an interior designer, have the time to do this? It is very time consuming because I do recall when you were doing this dollar and 80 cents method. Or my version of it. Yeah. Or your version of it. I'm pretty sure you never slept and you were on your phone walking from the car to the gate, from the car to the anywhere. Your phone was glued. You can't take her anywhere, people. She has her phone and it's glued and she's constantly doing social media. How would you tell someone this is the best way to do this? Okay. In the beginning, I would say do it yourself. Do it your damn self in the beginning because you don't have clients, right? So you can, you can afford to sit there for that hourly rate and do your social media. And that's what I did. I didn't have any clients. So I had all the time in the world to build that brand and build that following. Now that I have clients and I make a certain dollar per hour, it makes a lot more sense to delegate that and farm that out. So even though I do still do some of my own social media because that, I just like it. That's my passion. I really do love it. I would hope you would do some of your own social media seeing how... <laughs> We might own a social media company. Uh, is just a thought there. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. I do do my own social you media, do? a lot okay. of it, but I do do. But Stephanie does a lot of it. I mean, that's just part, that's the name of the game. This is a business to business podcast and I'm telling interior designers how to strategize that. And you can't do it all yourself. The big key is delegating and hiring people and, and getting that genius outside of your wheelhouse. But the one thing I must say 
when you do hire somebody, whoever you decide to hire, when you are at that stage, make sure that that company speaks you. When that's social. Make sure that they know your brand, they know your aesthetic, and that you're they're just not picking something off the wall and putting it and putting your name on it and your name behind it because you will be highly disappointed at uh, time and money that was wasted if it's not done correctly. Right. So get a team behind you, get an assistant, get a virtual assistant, you know, hire office manager. If you don't have that in the scope of reality, then consider doing a social media agency like Wingnut Social or a millennial or, or a millennial. You hire a millennial. <laughs> Right, exactly. Natalie and I had really bad experience in the past with hiring just any social media company, and they did not speak interior design. It was disastrous and a subject for another show. But that's just it. In the beginning, do it yourself. Put in the elbow grease, be human. Don't be afraid to show your personality and get in there and just be real. It takes a lot of diligence and a lot of time. Just be sure that whoever you get to help you, whoever you hire, Make sure they're a carbon-based life form. No robots. <laughs> no robots. Not yet. Not until they have that sentient ability. Not unless to... they're like Westworld. Westworld. Well, that would be awesome. Oh, my gosh. Okay. If they become like Westworld, we're doing an entirely different show. Then I might get on the bandwagon. Okay. That's such a good show. Back to what we're doing here. Wrap it up. <laughs> Well, that's it for this episode, Wingnuts. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, hit up that subscribe button and leave us a review on iTunes or whatever you're listening to this podcast through. Please send your digital marketing and social media questions on over to info at wingnutsocial.com. And if you just get too overwhelmed with your own marketing efforts, just give us a ring at 1-877-WINGNUT, W-I-N-G-N-U-T. We will be happy to help you out. Got anything else, Nat? Don't forget to come on over to wingnutsocial.com, like our page, and as Darla likes to say, tell your friends. She likes to tell you to tell your enemies, which <laughs> she's warped. That's why she's a wing nut. But it was so great. And we look forward to giving you more uh, information next time. So long. All right. See you, wing nuts. You've reached the end of this episode of Wingnut Social, but that's only your first step. Be sure to head to wingnutsocial.com to reach out to us directly and schedule your free consultation with one of our Wingnut Social Media Specialists to take your business from social mediocre to social media master. We'll see you on the next episode of Wingnut Social, your social media tightly fastened.